This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You sipping on some tea? Oh, you know what time it is, Tart. It's tea time. <laughs> it's tea time. <laughs> Look, I don't like tea. You don't like tea? If I, if I drink tea, is it has to be brisk iced tea. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not I'm even tea. That's a drink. <laughs> this is uh, some hot-ass tea. Let me take a sip and see how hot it is. That shit's hot. <laughs> I'm gonna let it cool down. Are you a coffee drinker? Nah, I don't drink coffee. That's why I'm all about this tea. You know what I'm saying? Coffee's tough for me. Shit gives me anxiety. I don't like that shit. I don't like that, I don't like uh, that ca- shit. caffeine. Cause one time I was at work, one time on a Zoom, and uh, my heart started beating fast as fuck. And I was like, and like I don't even know what we was talking about. We were just, I think I was at Brooklyn, and we were just talking about police brutality or something. <laughs> but my heart started racing, and then, um, and then uh, I called the doctor. I did back in the day. We do those telehealth things, and I called the doctor, and I was like, I was like, uh, Yo, doc, I think I'm having a heart attack. What's going on? And he's like, Did you have coffee today? And I was like, I did, because I wanted to try it that day, because I was really tired. And he was like, Don't drink that. <laughs> It fucks with your heart. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, I'm getting on this tea then. I, uh, and I'm spilling the tea. I got some coffee from a friend of mine who, like, started a coffee company. Or at least she didn't start a coffee company, but she, like, endorsed a coffee company that, like, made her some specialized coffee. Oh, really? And so I was like, man. And it was, she sent me a couple bags. And I was like, man, I'm going to drink this. I'm going to, like, get a French press. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make this coffee. I've always wanted to like coffee, like, because all those caramel macchiatos and the latitados and the biggie bottles, all that shit seems good. Let me get an espresso on top, okay? And I'm like, that shit always seems cool to me. Like, it just seems like I want to get into it. But uh, every time I try it, I'm like, this shit is nasty. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. What up? I'm Lamar Woods. What's good? I'm Carl Tart. Welcome back to another episode of XOXO Gossip King. Yeah, man. It's been a lot of gossip and a lot of kings, but ain't no gossip kings like us. (laughs) (laughs) We are the kings of gossip. Um, You spot anybody this week? uh, Man. Anything? Spot it. Spot it. Oh, you know who I spotted? Man, it was a good spot it this week. I feel like every... Time we do this show, I feel like I got a good spot for you. But this one was um, so we went to that steakhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is so this is who I spotted. I don't know if you know who the, you know. This is Michael Chiklis. You know who that is? Kamish. Yeah. So the legendary actor from The Shield, one of my favorite TV shows ever, is The Shield. I love it. But what's crazy about it, the day before that, I was watching Seinfeld, right? Just chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I watch a couple episodes before I go to bed. And there was this episode. Excuse me. Oh, I got to get a sip of that tea <laughs> before, I, <laughs> before I spill this juice all over the track. Um, so I was watching Seinfeld, right? And it was an old ass episode, like season three. And... There was this episode where there was this guy that they met in Long Island 
And then he just shows up at Jerry's house later. Like they're like the whole bit is like he's like he's like you should come if you're ever in the city, hit me up sometime, right? But you know he's just saying that to be nice. And then he yeah. goes back home, and then the dude just pops up to his apartment one day. And then I watching it, I'm like, yo, that's Michael Chiklis right there playing that part. And it's like crazy, like he got hair and everything, and he looked like a young man. And that shit blew me away. But then the next day, we go in a restaurant, and guess who we see? Spotted. Michael Chiklis in here. <laughs> Spotted. That Michael Chiklis at uh, Gwen Steakhouse on Sunset. Used to be the Mercantile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was uh, really fine dining. <laughs> really fine dining. They got all them dry aged steaks in, in, that, in, that, in the steak. Uh, yeah, like the hanger. It looks like they like murdered a bunch of cows and it's <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> hanging everything on display for us. Yeah. Oh, man, that uh, is not a place doing. for a this vegetarian. This is what you're doing. This is what you're getting. This is what you've. Are, are this what you're attributing to right <laughs> slaughter these innocent animals what's crazy is like uh do you ever watch that show the shield you ever watch it nah but i used to watch commish oh wait i don't even know what's that one commish Co- that was a cop show that he was on in the mid 90s when he also had hair and everything oh, he looked okay. so much different in the shield he like shaved his hair off and looked all tough but in commish he was like ah, i'm a cop that he's donuts oh like okay so it's commish. like that kind of, oh yeah so that's yeah. a totally different type of cop that's funny because We's probably seeing him having different cop reactions because my cop reaction is like, oh, this is the dude who is the most corrupt cop in L.A. County. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the convention is probably much more pleasant or a little, you know, as more pleasant like a as a cop can get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a donut. I'm going to solve the case and get a donut. That's, yeah. yeah that's what's, what's up with donut propaganda? <laughs> Are they really they doing that? Cops are keeping the donut industry alive. Yeah. And we, don't, we don't show them enough respect. Yeah, because <laughs> one day they're gonna one day they're gonna stop taking vaccines and then they're gonna stop eating donuts and then we're gonna yeah. be mad because ain't no donut stores left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, "What well, donut?" Yeah, they all do a walkout. <laughs> yeah, not only are we walking out because we won't, don't want to take the vaccine, we're also walking out of donut shops. And our donuts go bad, and you just walk by donut shops. They all cover, the whole shop is covered in mold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest thing in the world. It's like, remember those, remember those days we should eat donuts. Oh man, the cops really ruined that for us. <laughs> but yeah, mm. who else did we spot it? What else did you spot anything? Yeah, I spotted. Uh, <laughs> I I got to so spotted. <laughs> we pull up to uh, to the the place that we were shooting at uh-huh. uh, the episode uh, at the Hollywood Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. We were shooting the episode there, and there's this like really long like Lincoln outside, nice Cadillac, and it's like lowrider style. And uh, who told me this? Somebody was like, it was uh, Snoop Dogg's agent was outside. Oh, wow. It was like one of the crew okay. people. And it's like, they gave me, oh, hey, it was uh, Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Our, yeah, yeah, our, shout out to Jasmine. Was like, Snoop Dogg's manager's outside. He gave me a CD. And the name of the CD was Pee in the Bed. And uh, <laughs> That was the title? <laughs> that was the title. I don't know if that was his name or if, if that was just the title of the, uh-huh. of the album, but it was P in the Bed. And, and it was and like he was like it was like him with like three women. Right, right. And I'm like, so now this P has like a bunch of connotations, but it's also hilarious that it was just like <laughs> P in the bed. Because that's such a funny term to me. It was like uh, like you know, when you was a kid, like man, I peed in the bed. <laughs> right, right. He's he's like, this is the grown man version of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what that could be. That could be anything. Also, it's so funny that like 
that's the reveal from like Snoop Dogg's agents outside. And he has a mute and he has a CD he's offering. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Snoop Dogg is anywhere near. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know why he was there. He was there all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is he here? He, he, he doesn't have anything to do with the episode. Snoop Dogg's not in this episode. Right. So he so, was just uh, there, like, you know, he it, was just there. Was he, um, like, on, on set with y'all, or he was just walking no. around the neighborhood, the Hollywood walking, and Laugh Club? Walking around the, like, like the base camp. Oh, okay. And sitting in his car, and, like, he would, like, you know, drive around a little bit. And I'm like, I mean, maybe he knows somebody here. <laughs> That'd be so funny if his he his job as an eight he thinks that the way he gets clients is to like drive around the different sets. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I'm gonna try to sign me a new client today. Let me get That's you how a they CD. do it in the movies. It's like let me just show up on set and like sign a new client. Yeah, but, my name uh, is P in the bed. I wonder if that's a title track. Like like you know how the albums used to be named after a title track in the song, mm-hmm. and it's like I wonder if P in the bed is just like the dopest song on the album, and he just named Why don't it. Don't we that. Google it? Yeah, let's P. check it out. In the bed. Because I was like, just from the title, what do you think it's about? Like, there's a couple options. Like, for me, it sounds like the song is about he's a, you know, he likes to pee in the bed. <laughs> yeah, I found it. The, the snooper market okay. is what is, is, okay, and don't watch me, watch the movies I make. Ah, this might be, no, it's not pornography. But uh, <laughs> uh, the album cover is interesting. The Snooper Market is what it's sold on. Okay. Which is a cool name for Snoop to have. That's very cool. Uh, Big Percy is his name. And the album is okay. P in the bed. So Big Percy was outside. Okay, cool. So it's his, his, the, basically the idea is that he's referring to himself. Big Percy's in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Big, so Big, get Big ready. Percy is in the bed. Also, And also he was pretty large. I, like, I was like, oh, that guy's pretty tall. That's dope. I'm about six five. That's a dope uh, spotted. I'm wearing a Snoop Dogg shirt right now. Spotted. Can you see him looking above? Hey, Lamar. <laughs> my shirt. Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see your Snoop Dogg skull cap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, old man. school Snoop Dogg too. That's when old he's school like... Snoop. So spotted this week. Spot him. Got him. Yeah. Michael Chiglis and Big Percy. That's some good ass spotting. I gotta say, we be in these streets because we be spotting motherfuckers. I be spotting, yeah. spotting, spotting. <laughs> Uh, they can't stop us. So uh, now I'm hyper vigilant. Now that we got this podcast, I'm hyper vigilant. I got to see everybody. Yeah, my ears is peeled. Also spotted last night. Real bad sushi I had. Did not like it. Shit wasn't good. Are you are you gonna diss the restaurant on live uh, podcast? I ain't gonna on diss live it. Pre recorded podcast. I ain't gonna diss it because with great power comes great responsibility, and I will not disrespect this restaurant just yet. The problem is that sushi is never really good when you postmates it, and I, I gotta I gotta. Uh, probably go to the restaurant if i really want that good sushi from them but i post made it sugar fish before mm-hmm. and uh you know it was still good it just takes so long like yeah truly takes two hours to come yeah sugar fish always comes and they got come in that little box too i think they they figured out a way to make it travel pretty well mm-hmm. but some of the other spots is like oh you got to eat this shit right when they just after they do their little delicacies and put all the stuff on it and the garnish and all that Ooh man, I love I love sushi so much. Spotted, <laughs> spotted sushi. I was just about to order some sugarfish right now, but then I remembered I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I'm about to make a pasta once we start recording. Spotted. Oh really? Me making pasta. Dang. <laughs> spotted. I walk past my window. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just uh, spotted. Did you see Carl Tart cooking spaghetti today? <laughs> cooking spaghetti this afternoon. Uh, Okay, so what'd you think of the episode? Episode three, let's go. Speaking of making sushi, you know uh, Rufus was cooking in the first scene. Oh, yeah. 
Rufus, I love Making my man. Breakfast. The single if father so. struggle every time he's cooking. He's trying to take care of his kids. Yeah, <laughs> he always cooking. No, he don't want them to eat McDonald's for breakfast before they go to school. But everybody's getting ready in the morning. Everybody's getting ready, opening up, and you hear a, a Glee Club version of Glamorous by Fergie. Oh, yeah. That's popping off. What'd you think of that? I kind of like that shit. <laughs> I, it, it sounded bad. I, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't singing well. Thought, that was my only issue. You thought so? I I thought it sounded like uh, it sounded like uh, like a Glee club. How a Glee club would sound, right? No. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm I come from the best Glee clubs. Okay, <laughs> I was an extra on the actual show Glee for three seasons. All right. Oh, I and forgot. Yeah. I, so I I I I know what real Glee club sounds like. Yeah, my Glee club standards is pretty low. I'll take <laughs> pretty much anything. But it was I was I thought it was a little interesting. To see a school singing about the glamorous life, you know, a school like that, that's so rich and glamorous and to sing about it, it seems like a little on the nose, but it was on the nose. It was yeah, neither was here nor on there. the nose, <laughs> but uh, nah, everybody was getting together. Uh, here's, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the minions like the, you know, there's a black one. Yeah. An Asian, Asian one. There's a black it, one, one and an Asian, Asian one, one. And a black one. Uh, did yeah. They, do they live together? I don't know. Why did you? I didn't get that impression. Did, did you, they were together getting ready. For real? In them opening? Yeah. In the opening. Everybody's at home putting their <laughs> shit on. And, they, and them two are together. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they're roommates. That don't make sense, though. Because they're in high school. Don't you they live with their parents? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they all live in that hotel, the the uh, the Bass Tower. Oh yeah, like throw, uh, throw, throw your bees up. Oh, you know what? Or maybe they just she just pulled up to her crib to get ready together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we used to do that shit sometimes, right? You go to your friend's house, get dressed, and then y'all for go like, to school uh, together. Not for school, <laughs> for, for like for a party at night, you know. <laughs> in the morning, you don't come like you don't hit up your homie no. in the morning. Like, hey, what you wearing to school, dog? I'm not waking up 45 minutes earlier than I have to to go to my friend's house and then get ready at his place. Like, no. When you was going to school, getting, them, getting ready for school was sacred. Did you ride the you ride the bus to school, or did you uh, drive, or did you have a car? I rode the city bus. So y'all be riding uh, uh, in L.A. Y'all ride the bus like the, the bus that adults ride. You that's the bus y'all ride to go <laughs> yeah, to school. There are there are uh, there are like school buses still, mm-hmm. but I didn't ride the school bus. Not from where I live. I rode the Santa Monica Big Blue bus to school. Oh wow, that's interesting. Or the uh, the Metro. Yeah, I used to my home. My neighbor used to pick me up because he had a car. And we used, to, we used to smoke so much weed before school, man. I remember, like, uh, he, picked, uh, he picked me up one time, and my sister got so mad because she was, like, she had to ride the bus. And then we was riding down um, the hill. But the problem was no one in my house knew I smoked weed yet because I was, like, mm-hmm. just a little high school kid sneaking. And then um, we were, like, so my boy picked me up, and he had his big-ass bong in the car. And he's, like, here you go, Lamar, hit this. So I'm sitting in the passenger seat. And I'm hitting it, and I look up, and we're right behind my bus that I'm supposed to be on. <laughs> I see is my sister's face, like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to smoke weed." And also, how you not going to offer me a ride? So I had to ride this whack ass bus. <laughs> oh man, no, I didn't. I never got a chance to ride the school bus to school. Oh man, uh, not not since I was like a really little kid. Oh wow, in Mississippi, I would ride the school bus. But other than that, nah. Who's on the metro, dog? That's so interesting. That must make you grow up real fast. Just feel like. You're an adult. New York kids, we right. I always, every time somebody's from New York, I always ask them, "What age did you start taking the subway?" Mm-hmm. Because that is so interesting to me that like little kids be taking that right nasty piece of shit subway at like age seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just sitting there like 
with adults going to work, like just going yeah. to Manhattan, like I'm taking the seven. I got. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like I, that's that's something that's just really specific to L.A. and New York, or may, maybe a place like Chicago, maybe too. But. Yeah, they probably take the they probably take the bus and train stuff too. Mm-hmm. But uh, this episode, I guess the, the theme of this episode was nepotism. Or I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody, everybody is getting ready because it's the day that they're gonna have this. They they're having this assembly. And it's basically saying like this is how you're gonna meet these like people these represent these representatives from these big colleges right right and everybody's got their own agenda as to you know what college they're going to what you know they want to be these ushers to these people to these representatives yeah and it's and, like it seems like an event that you know like it's mostly Ivy League schools too like it's like Dartmouth and uh, Brown and Yale and them. And it's like, it's interesting seeing how like all the parents, you know, like the expectations they put on their kids about going to college. It was like, mm-hmm. it was a really interesting episode. It was definitely like more, it would seem like more like emotional than the other episodes we've seen so far. Like, it seemed like people were really going through it, really stressed out about their yeah. future. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they, that like they all wanted to go to college so bad. Like, yeah, it's amazing to me that rich people want to go to college this bad. Yeah. It's all like that legacy shit. And then you got, speaking of legacy, yeah, you got the, you know, uh, Nate Archibald wants to go to, he don't want to go to Dartmouth, but his dad is making him go to Dartmouth. You're going to be a big green. And he wants to be, he wants to go to SC. You want to be out here. You want to be a Trojan. You want to fight on. Yeah. Serena didn't go to the assembly. She missed the assembly. She was getting ready because she slept at the hospital. Mm -hmm. She slept at the Osterhoff Center. Right, right. And, uh, you know, she was with her brother. And, and so she's in the morning, like, and her mom's bothering her, like, you have to stop. There's a Starbucks on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, she likes drinking coffee. She, her heart don't beat too fast when yeah. she drinks coffee. <laughs> yeah, she got a heart made of steel. But uh, she missed the assembly, and uh, they have that field hockey scene where they're playing field hockey, and they keep getting into like a fight on the field. Like, oh yeah, Blair yeah. keeps Blair keeps like shoulder checking her on the like. <laughs> but like, here's what didn't match up. Like Blair was like shoulder checking the shit out of her, but then the fight that they had was like weak as hell. Right. Right. Yeah. That was, I can't remember that scene. Is it? Uh, yeah, they they're just beefing pretty hard, Blair and yeah. and yeah, Serena this at this time. point. Yeah, it's like not even. It's just not even no games no more. They're not talking about it. It's just on site. It's on site. Yeah, it's on site. They throwing hands. That like that was their first fight, and then of course Serena got in trouble. This episode, I know we. I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. I'm, I'm saying what we usually say later in the episode right now. Mm-hmm. But this episode kind of made me go like, I think I'm back on Serena's side. But there was some things. Mm-hmm. that were off and we'll get into that but right, right. they start getting into the interviews where they're trying to get an uh, interview for these usher spots and then super qualified number two in the whole class mm-hmm. you know he he's there he don't have the he 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 gives like a real heartfelt speech as to like you know why he wants to you know change his future and everything why he's you know going through all this stuff and his parents ain't got the money so he need the scholarship mm-hmm. and then you know he he like oh, of course Chuck Bass Gets the usher spot. He goes, why do you think you deserve the usher spot? He goes, because I'm Chuck Bad. <laughs> it's like, say less. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, Nate don't know nothing about it. Like, and so they, the, the list comes out. Mm-hmm. Dan goes and looks at it. He's not on that Joker. And Nate walks up and Nate's like, yo, did you get the spot that you wanted? And he goes, no, you did. Mm-hmm. And then Nate don't like, Nate is like, I don't really care about this. And, I feel like everybody feels guilty that they're rich, but it's also like I understand that it ain't it ain't always your fault that you're rich, right? But like 
also you know y'all be shitty, right? Like, like I feel like yeah. that's what they don't understand. So every time Dan or somebody says something to them, like Dan says something to Nate or Serena, who are two like seemingly at this point good people, right? It always gets like in the, under their skin. Yeah, like listen, I'm sorry, I'm rich. Yeah, yeah, like, they get so mad when you call them out. But I'm like, y'all do know y'all be excluding everybody from everything. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like literally you get access to these. Ivy League schools like this. I don't think school even started yet. I don't think the school year started. I think they they get to do this before the school starts, and then it's like it's like almost like a preamble to like we like we this is how we warming y'all up by actually getting y'all in the hands of these Ivy League schools, which is like nobody you know I didn't see my school on there, Georgia State. They went up yeah. in there. <laughs> the Georgia State Panthers see. wasn't there. No, uh, the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys wasn't there. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> And and Dan, you know, Dan is interesting. He like, I feel bad for him when he didn't get, you know, didn't get in. That was like a real moment where he's just like, "Yo, you know, I work my ass off. I know everything about this school. I've been wanting to do this my whole life." And it's like, "Well, my name, my last name is Humphrey, so it don't even matter," you know. And that that shit sucks, man. That sucks yeah. for my man Dan. He was like, "Make sure you, make sure you uh, tell J L Hall that his writing." It is like, and he said some author or something like that. And he was like, who's J.L. Hall? It's like, it's the person that's going to be, you're going to be ushering. Yeah. <laughs> like he knows, he knows all about it. Right. And then, uh, so then what happened after that? So then. Oh, so, and Serena's trying to help him. Like, she's like, well, hey, he, like, you know, she's trying mm-hmm. to console him. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, I'm poor. <laughs> My dad's making waffles. I got to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets home. And it, when he gets home, it's like. I don't know what he was making in the morning, but he definitely was like, had something planned. He actually had a Carl Tart pasta plan that night. And he was yeah. like, he was like, Dan, before you say anything, I got some pasta. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Dan gave him the cold shoulder, ran into the room and slammed the door. Yeah. Close the door. It was, was just like Busta Rhymes. Close the door. Yeah. yeah. Close the door. <laughs> yeah. And then he was, that was, I was, I felt bad for Rufus when he did that to him. Yeah. Cause he did have a pasta popping. That was also weird for me too when he said, like, I got to call Tart Pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, You don't want to like, call Tart's famous pasta I'm about to make? Yeah. <laughs> it makes everyone feel better. Uh, yeah. He, that was a cool father son moment though. He, you know, he tried to make him feel better and he just wasn't, he wasn't really, ha- Dan wasn't really having it at the time. But I think sometimes Dan just don't get that Rufus Ben where he is you know what i'm saying yeah, it's like yeah. he don't know that roof has been there he used to date lily vander woodson you know what i'm yeah. saying uh and he had to go he had to go up there he had to pull up uh rufus had to pull up to the school you know try to be mm-hmm. like who i gotta who i gotta show a little leg to yeah. <laughs> to get my son an usher spot yeah well i'm gonna show this fancy neck uh necklace of pearls to yeah. um uh, but hey yeah. soul sister. I call Rufus Hey Soul Sister because he looked like he's a member of Train. <laughs> that, that's his nickname. That's it. okay. Rufus is Hey Rufus is Hey Soul Sister. Hey Soul Sister came up in that school walking around like, what's going on? I, I just want to yeah. make sure you know y'all didn't make a mistake because my son, you know, I like to believe in the best in people, you know. Yeah, and they absolutely did that shit on purpose. And that, and the fact that Vander Woodson is behind that, like, she really sucks. I really hate her. Oh yeah, I know. I know you hate her now, but. She gonna get cool. The mom. the mom is who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, the I mom, know. the mom is hateable, but I don't know. I kind of fuck with her, but we'll see. Yeah. But not right now. I mean, she's being real. She's been acting up real, real bad lately. 
But uh, and I think she, her her like vendetta against Dan is just like unfounded, just unprincipled. I just don't even know yeah. what like what do you got against this cat? It's well, like you got against the kid. You can have something against his dad all you want to. But what you got against the kid? What did he do? Right, exactly. Um, so Blair is trying to get the tea, so she calls dusty ass Chuck Bass. Yeah, who's <laughs> in a limo, <laughs> right? A limo, long limo, a stretch limo. And he's like, can we turn around, and lift something at the school? And he's like, I guess she's he's good at finding people or following people. Mm-hmm. And so he snaps some pictures of Serena coming out of the Osterhoff Center. Right. And he thinks that she's in there because of her own shit. Right. And so then he, he calls, he calls back and Blair doesn't. So this was an interesting moment to me. And maybe you could explain this for me. Blair called Blair answers the phone when Chuck Bass calls mm-hmm. and is like, Hey mom, how's Paris? Uh huh. But because Nate is sitting right next to her, right, right. So this also makes me think that Chuck Bass and Blair have had something in the past. Oh, and because I feel like something is telling me, and don't spoil it, but I also, don't spoil. yeah, but also like I, I, I am bringing it up. There's been a couple moments in these first three episodes, especially the way she reacts to Serena and and Nate hooking up. I know, she, I know, she's allowed to be mad about that. Mm-hmm. But she seems like so mad about it. She's trying to ruin Serena's life for it. And I'm like, right. are you hiding something? Are you and Chuck Bass? Have you Chuck Bass hooked up like already? Wow. Wow, Carl. That's like a Carl Tart pasta special right there. That's a Carl Tart <laughs> pasta special. It's a roster I can't pasta. answer that for you. I can't spoil nothing. So I won't mm-hmm. say anything. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But what All I right. do know is I can. you can tell that Chuck and Blair definitely got a very similar internal desire to fuck shit up you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) and they definitely have that in common and also like you know it's interesting how you know i do feel like chuck could have did a little more research (laughs) like he really just like pulled up and was like ah Got it. Got She's it. on drugs. <laughs> and like, she could have okay. been in there going to the bathroom. It's yeah. Like, oh, know damn, I had to get off the I had the bubble guts. I had to get off the train. Yeah. And I had to run up in Osteroff Center, use their bathrooms. Their bathrooms is clean. But uh <laughs> they, they go to a therapy session mm-hmm. and there's a black woman therapist. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they always got the black people up in there. They float yeah. floating around. <laughs> and I'm making a I'm making a decision right now. Mm-hmm. When I when I heard her talk, I had like stepped out of the room and was in the bathroom. When I heard her talk, I thought it was a spotted mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh-huh. That black woman is Gossip Girl. Oh, wow. That is another spaghetti tart yeah. <laughs> observation yeah. there. That, that's a Hey Soul Sister. Uh, a Hey Soul Sister. Uh, what, is he, what was he making? Bolognese. Bolognese. Uh, bolognese. He's like, you don't want none of this bolognese? Yeah. I be getting so bad because I'm like, I want that. I want yeah. all your food, Rufus. Come take me, Rufus. Take me yeah. to your home. Take care I of me. I wish you had raised me, Hey Soul Sister. Yeah. Because you be making waffles and bolognese. Hey Soul Sister. <laughs> What's one of their songs? Give me a train song real quick. It's, hey Soul Sister. Ain't that Mr. Uh, on the radio stereo okay now i know (laughs) thank you yeah um i don't think uh i can answer that but you gave me an idea we should talk about as we do the podcast since you know since we're just starting out or whatever we should start talking about who you think gossip girl is yeah you know because i think it's a very long journey but i can't wait to see your face when you find out who it is I think it's that therapist. I think it's that therapist. What made you think but, that? Just out of curiosity. Her voice sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, so, uh, how are you guys doing with the uh, therapy spotted? <laughs> yeah, spotted. Serena Vanderwoodson's little brother is still in the Osteroff Center. She wants to take him out. 
And so they, you know, they talking about whatever they talking about. I kind of stepped away from that. So, but then uh, uh, that's all good. They, uh, I came back when she was like, "I want, why don't you be my date to the mm-hmm. to the mixer to the to the school mixer?" Right. And the mom was like, "He's not ready." Da, 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 da. You know, like she's all like, I like the little brother and the mom. That's that's what's making me hate the mom. It's like mm-hmm. how she's handling this little brother stuff because she doesn't. It feel like she doesn't really care about him. Yeah, she yeah, it's all about, about her. Now she, image. Yeah. You're right. That's a perfect observation. Honestly, she really is like more worried about her own her own reputation. But uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, it, you know, it's good to see Eric. Like Eric, this is like really his episode. Like I feel like we haven't really got to know him yet. But yeah, I'm glad he's uh they they brought him out and then he got he went to the little mixer with them. And yeah. man, I ain't, I'm looking at you know these are the kind of things I see and I'm like I ain't never been to nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> makes there, there's one funny observation I had about this. Mm-hmm. Doctor Osterhoff shows up. Yeah, he's got he's got no lines. Yeah, like yeah. and he's just like he's like the head of this like center for right. like people who committed suicide and who are do drugs and alcohol stuff like that. Yeah, like he uh he doesn't say anything. They go, ah, oh, Dr. Osterhoff, and he just goes, oh. Yeah. And like, well, so Dr. Osterhoff is just an extra. I was just so thinking, I, think, I wonder if he was just like an extra. And yeah. And they just like put him in and he can't say no end, words. Mm-hmm. At the end, where they go, like, uh, and we want to thank Dr. Osterhoff for showing up, he just goes, Like, he never <laughs> says anything. I bet you that was just a dude from Central Casting that like got hired that day. And he was like, because his suit, his suit also didn't look like, yeah, like he was like this rich, like doctor type guy, like yeah, uh, that's great. Maybe we can get that guy on the show. The guy yeah, yeah, we should Dr. talk to Ostrov. him about what it was like playing that part. Because yeah. <laughs> also, I wonder if Doctor Ostrov, the character, is also just like realized that he's in, he's got spotted in Gossip Girl because <laughs> they definitely because she was definitely like spotted Doctor a special guest Doctor Ostrov's up at the at the mixer, and it's like I wonder that later that night. If people were like wondering, like, why were you there? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like, and he's probably like, yo, why did Chuck invite me here? <laughs> it's like, I just pulled up to this thing. I feel like a pawn. I feel like I'm being used over here. So we should definitely get him on the podcast. Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Uh, the little brother's at the party, and he's kind of embarrassed because everybody is asking, like, how was Miami? And he just keeps being like, ah, oh, the Marlins. Go Marlins. Mm-hmm. Oh, the save the save the whales or uh, the sea otters or whatever he's saying. Yeah. And uh, then Jenny pulls up on him, and she starts like, Jenny, little Hey So Sister's daughter, Dan's sister, mm-hmm. pulls up on him, and she starts talking to him. Now, I don't trust her as far as I can throw her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just I, I don't trust her. Yeah, and I feel like he was giving her a little bit of energy. Like he thought he, th- she was she was giving him energy, mm-hmm. and he was giving it back. Right. But I don't know if I trust this. I feel like she's getting tea to use this against Vander Woodson. Oh wow, that's interesting. I don't know. I think this is what my take, and this isn't this is me watching it, rewatching it in the in the moment. I was like. To me, it was like, this is the first time I seen Jenny actually not 
in a clout chasey vibe. I was like, mm-hmm. this is the first time I see her be a regular ass like fifteen year old or however old she is. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think she was like, I'm gonna be friends with this person. Yeah. But then to your point, not to jump ahead, but I did get mad at her because she was like, um, he literally told her, you know, he told basically told her everything, like, you know, everything he's been through and all of that. Yeah. And then like it took nothing like I think it might have been like five minutes later, Dan's like, What's going on? And he's like, Oh, Jenny's brother tried to kill himself. And it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like he Don't just told you like how could you just betray his trust that quickly? You know, but also get that Dan needed to know that because he ended up bringing that, you know, yeah. that brought him and, him and Serena closer. So, so And Dan's yeah. not going to say nothing. I, I I like Dan at this point. I hope I hope he don't switch up on me. I don't I hope Dan don't switch up the tempo because I like him right now. Yeah. And then Nate throws him a bone. You know, he Nate's coming, he Dan's come uh serving drinks and he's like make sure you tell him that it that it's writing is like this and that. And he's like, "Hey man, why don't you take these drinks over to him?" Yeah. Throws him a bone. I was like, "Okay, brothers helping brothers. Brothers helping brothers." <laughs> brothers helping brothers. Brothers. Helping brothers. brothers. Coming soon to TBS. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very funny. Yeah, <laughs> TBS. Characters very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was cool. So that did that make you like Nate a little bit? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, because I, you know, I don't really like Nate. Is still like a bitch ass to me. I don't really like him. But uh, that was nice. That, was, but also like I still was. It was in a way it was still self serving because he was only really doing that because he don't want to go to that school. Yeah, you know, but is you it, know that you know, is that school good? They got a good football team, Dartmouth. Dartmouth, yeah. No, oh, it's a, I don't it's know a, nothing about that school. I hear the word a, a lot, but it's an Ivy League school. It doesn't have football team ain't popping like that. Uh, it's they got no. the good literary stuff. Yeah, good. They got good books. Yeah, <laughs> the football players be out there reading. What What would we say? I'm just curious. Like, out of all the Ivy League schools, has the best version of a sports program, but also like Ivy League. Like the combo of both. Well, Harvard, Harvard has, usually has a pretty good like basketball team. I know they'll make the tournament every now and then. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's always times where like a uh Ivy League school will come in as like a very low seed in the tournament, mm-hmm. and then they will end up winning a few games. Harvard went pretty far a couple years ago. Harvard went to like the Sweet Sixteen a couple years back. Oh wow! Maybe like five six years ago. Uh, Stanford is not an Ivy League school, but it is mm-hmm. like a high up, you know? Yeah, school. And they have great sports at Stanford, usually. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I was thinking about that because it seemed like Nate wants to go to USC, which seems like a more like one of those kind of like a pop in, like just like it's more fun. Yeah, but USC is a private school that had, you know, that is like very, you got to be smart to get into USC. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. I was, all these shows, they always, they never like it when they want to go West Coast. It's always like, they always get mad. And it's like, I want, and, but the, the kid is always like, I want to go to the West Coast. Yeah. But then when you I can watch, imagine growing up on that side of the country, you probably really want to get out here. Yeah. Did you but did people when you were growing up want to go to the East Coast? Nah, we want to stay. People want to stay in LA. But people from the Bay Area mm-hmm. like to go East Coast. That's really interesting. So you notice that all of our friends who did who are from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. there's a few people in the improv community who are from like San Francisco or Sacramento and stuff. Right. But they all are UCB New York people. Right, right. Because yeah. they all left and went to New York first. Oh, like, so they went. They, they went. To, oh, so, but they were from here, and then they back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really. Yeah. I always. I never thought about going west, but when I'm glad I did, and now I'm here with you watching Gossip Girl with my man. Girl. <laughs> go west. Shout yeah. out to Go West. That band. I'll get over you. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so check this out. So I'm going to get my writer bag a little bit because I'm watching that scene. So uh, Blair's on stage. Yeah. And, you know, she's really causing a ruckus up here, really acting a fool, basically pointing out, you know, that Serena is like a drug addict on stage. And I got to say that in her whole interaction was so awkwardly written, like, because yeah. it was like she does it and then. So Serena goes up there and she kind of like this diffuses it, but it's like it just like peters out. It's like a weird, a very weird scene to me. But that being said, it was a really good moment for Serena because you say you back on Serena, right? You yeah, back from yeah, that, I, I, I had to get back on Serena because she looked yeah. out for her brother and her family and and Lily. You know, she was like she basically covered for everybody and like you know put her reputation at risk for her family, which was kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that about it. That's what. But then there kept being things where like. And so this is what I wrote down about that scene. What you were just saying, like something's off to me because it's like uh-huh. Serena is it, either. She's really just not trying to take accountability for what happened mm-hmm. or she's like she really keeps like being like 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 fall into this victim role. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not a victim here. It's like she keeps forgetting that she slept with Blair's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she definitely slept with Nate like. That's like you slept with your best friend's boyfriend, right? Of years. Like they've yeah. been going together for years and years and years. Yeah. So so, but, so this is why it's, it's throwing me off. I'm like, Serena knows something about Blair. Uh-huh. But maybe Blair is the one that forgot that she did something. Oh. Or Serena or Serena's just not taking accountability. I don't know. I think it might be the uh the the second thing you said. <laughs> yeah, because it, she keeps being like, "Can we just move on from this, please?" Yeah. Can we just go back to being right? It's like, I I don't think that's your call when 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 you yeah move like on. this is on right. Blair. It's like she's hurting. I mean, granted, that was fucked up what Blair did, you know. Yeah. But she didn't know. I think she felt real shitty too when Eric Eric came through and checked her ass, and he was like, she probably felt like an asshole. But I think like. I think, you know, Blair has every right to be mad. Like, she, she, you know, she was dating Nate, Serena. Not only that, but then Serena, not only did she sleep with uh, Nate, Serena also abandoned her after. So then left and went and went away. So it's like, it, well, that was a really crazy moment. That shit made me real emotional. I felt real soft. Yeah. Watching yeah. that scene where she read that letter. Did you see that part? Or he's in the yeah, bathroom. That. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, okay. You know, and she was like, you could tell she was like really hurt as a friend. Like, you left me here. I ain't know where you went. And I ain't know nothing. I ain't know what happened or what happened. Imagine being that where you like, you know, you have your best friend. They disappear, right? Mm-hmm. Then they come back and you're like, where the hell you been? And you find out the reason they left is because they <laughs> slept with your boyfriend. Your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the best friend keeps going, all right, you you you, you proved your point. Can we get over this? Yeah. Like, no, we can't get over this. <laughs> yeah. Everything is, everything is nonsense. <laughs> oh, man. What yeah. are you talking about? Can we get over this? No. Yeah, man. So, so yeah. that's why I've always been Team Blair. And I'll always be Team Blair forever. But it, I, I feel you. I feel. Um, I I'm feel struggling like right you're, now because what Blair, what she did. I'm. I'm struggling. Yeah. What she did was so messed up. Like 
because that was messed up to the to the little brother. And she's mm-hmm. she seen when he went and told her that. Yeah, she seemed to have genuine remorse. Mm-hmm. Like, I, but I was like, I, I was afraid that she was gonna then use it again uh-huh. against them. Like, oh well, yeah, yeah. Like, what's she gonna do with that information? Yeah. But then when Chuck, I knew she was not gonna do it when Chuck, because Chuck, <laughs> Chuck always pop up. This too, he always pop up at the weirdest moments with a glass of scotch. Yeah. Because he <laughs> like right when you know Eric's like basically expressing this like it's you know this this terrible trauma he went through, and. Blair's like, damn, sorry to know that. And Chuck pops in like, what I miss? <laughs> like, and she's like, she didn't tell him. So I think that was a sign that I was like, okay, she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna do nothing with this. But at the same time, you know, it still was kind of fucked up. Even if she didn't know that, it's still fucked up to just be like, my bet, this girl's on drugs at her at a college, like, like a basically a college recruitment party to be like, yeah. just so you know, this girl that ever y'all looking at to take to y'all school is in in rehab right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that, it was that's it pretty was too much. Up. That but, was too much. It's like, come on, man. Luckily, one of the like college people's like dad or nephew or somebody kid had to go through the same program. Yeah, so they were like understanding, but that was messed up of her. That was like a real like I'm trying to ruin your life moment, and that really sucked. Yeah. I guess the reason why I'm still soft on Blair is because, like, this shit gets way worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is nothing, Carl. That every shit time, is Every nothing. time it feels like it, I knew something was coming. I was like, it, it, it can't be, they can't have, they can't have, uh, like, patch this up this quick. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually surprised. I forgot. I didn't remember them, like, reconciling, like, that early in the season. But, but yeah, you know, it's we'll see. It's a lot of drama to come. But I think that was a good, that was, like, what do you think? What do you, how many XOs, XOs? Also, we got to, we got to rate our last, we didn't, we forgot to rate episode two with the XOs, XOs. How many XOs, XOs you would give episode three, Carl? I'll give episode three, this one, are we doing two or three? Uh, let's do, let's do three and then we'll, we'll go back and rate go two. Back to, okay. I, uh, for this episode, I only give it three XOXOs. So that's XOXO, 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 XOXO. Hell yeah. I give it three XOXOs. Because uh, one XOXO is just one series of XOXOs. Put it in a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it three XOXOs. It's kind um, of a uh, tic-tac-toe <laughs> yeah, uh, situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three tic-tac-toe boards. I yeah. give this one. Uh, I it, it was a little bit slower, and there were small things that happened, but I feel like, you know, there was a lot of resolution in this one, but it, mm-hmm. it was good. It, it kept me intrigued. I, yeah. I'm still in. Yeah, I would give it three, too. I was going to give him a little harder one. I was going to be like a two XOXO, so that's just a XOXO, XOXO, and, but I'll give him an extra one just because I think it was cool to see Eric, like, getting out the rehab and, like... He's like gonna be a big part of the show, so I was like, yeah. it was nice that he had he had an episode where he got to like, yeah, okay, I'm part of this, I'm part of this too. Well, we didn't talk about Jenny coming to the hospital room with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard that when you don't trust somebody when she's doing stuff like that, that seems genuine, but it's like, what are you doing? What is, what's <laughs> up? What you got up your damn blouse sleeve, Jenny? Jenny's complicated. I'm telling you, you'll see. I think this is. I'm like, I can't tell. Like, it's like sometimes I'm like she wants to clout, but then sometimes I'm like. She's still a kid, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, like, she's too young to even like understand clout. Like, what does she know? What does she know about clout? Or what even? What she even want? What you know about clout, Jenny Humphrey? But yeah, and it was a weird scene too when she was like, he was like, yeah, I guess we're just Humphreys, and is Rufus or uh, what'd you call him? Uh, soul of soul. Hey, soul sister. <laughs> hey, soul sister. Is like, are you uh, are you okay with that? 
And then she's like, nah, but I'm used to it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like why the hell shit. would you say that? <laughs> Damn, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so now we flashback episode two last week. That was the brunch, the wild brunch. How would you, uh, how many XOs, XO would you give that one? I'm giving that one two XOXOs. Oh, really? Yeah, that I didn't like it. You didn't like that one? Yeah, it, it was, well, there was drama. I'll give that one three. I'll give that one three. XOXO, XOXO, XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, yeah, I, I feel you. Because to me, it's like, I like that one better than the, the one we just watched. Interesting. Our tastes are different. Yeah, yeah. I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop this now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't believe you. You would rate that shit. Fucking XO 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 XO. So I would give that one. I would give that one three. Yeah, a three XOs because I think that one was just like it was like the repilot. It was like all the things to expect from Gossip Girl was in that episode. I remember when I first watched that show. I didn't like the pilot, but then I watched that episode and I was like, I'm in. I can, I can get down with this. Okay. So I got these headlines right here and we're just going to play this game. Okay. And I keep looking up headlines and I'm like, some of this <laughs> shit don't make no sense. <laughs> okay. So, but just tell me who you think would do this. All right. You ready? Yeah. So Jeff Bezos, right? You know him. He's uh, head of Amazon and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pledges two mil two billion to re- to start restoring nature. That's a crazy ass headline because I don't even know what that means. But uh, who do you think would do something like that? Put two billion dollars in some nature. Hey, soul sister would do that if he had two billion. Yeah, he would do that. He he's he's a good dude. He would he would take care of the planet. Yeah, I think Serena would do it too. But you know, I think she would do it, but not with yeah. her. It wouldn't be her money. It'd be somebody else's nah. money. <laughs> It'd be like, wait, who told you to use my money this way? Uh, okay, then, uh, okay, so we got Dolly Parton, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Dolly Parton uh, reveals that she used Whitney Houston's song royalties, like a song she wrote for her, yeah. to, to help support a black neighborhood, which is dope. Dolly Parton low-key kind of dope. She's been doing some cool shit on the low. She, you know, she, she was the original singer of And I Will Always Love You. Right, yeah. And so she get royalties off of that. Yeah, so so when when Whitney's saying it, she's getting paid off of that. Yeah. Basically. So who would do something like that? Support a black neighborhood? Nobody, Nobody on this show. show. <laughs> I know. That was a trick the question, Carl. And you got it. You got it right. That was a trick question. I knew it. The therapist. Gossip girl. Dr. Yeah, yeah. Gossip girl. <laughs> Spotted. Therapist. Supporting yeah. a black neighborhood with her money. <laughs> uh, okay, then we got... So Boris Johnson, you know him, the dude. Yeah, from from England, the Eng- yeah. English Trump. Yeah, he the English Trump. He like an English McMuffin Trump muffin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apologizes for not having um, wheelchair access for this minister at the COP uh, twenty six. So basically, at that big uh, conference they had, this shit wasn't ADA accessible over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. How stupid is that? So he apologized. Who would do something like that? Who would apologize but not have it? I think Blair would do that. Yeah, and she, I think Blair would do that. I think she would, you know, I think she would be over, have that oversight. Yeah. I think, uh, who else? I also think Chuck Bass would do something like that. Chuck Bass wouldn't apologize. Oh, he wouldn't, yeah, but he would definitely forget to make some shit ADA accessible. Yes. Or maybe and not. They would say they something like, why don't they just walk in? Yeah, like, you know, I'm sorry, you're not allowed here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I also think um, Nate Archibald would do would make a mistake like that because he's a bitch ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't like Nate. I don't this, like this, that I, cat. I, 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 this is interesting to me. You you not liking him because I'm I'm just not 
Like I'm 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 watching the show in real time. Yeah, the audience, listeners, I'm watching this show in real time. I do not watch the episode until we are about to record. Right, and so I I have not skipped ahead. I I'm I'm on the same episode that we are. Like I have not watched episode four yet. So I am. I, like I'm interested to see when Nate's gonna start really fucking up because mm-hmm. right now he just seems kind of dumb to me. Yeah, but right when he threw when he threw Dan that bone and said go talk to the man, that was I was like okay he's he's not that bad of a guy. He he's a he's a, a product of his circumstances. He's a product of the fact that his dad is super rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I might change my mind as I'm rewatching it, but yeah, for some I reason feel like he'd be the type of guy. Like, do you ever watch that movie Into the Wild? Nah, what's what's that with the wolf? Uh, 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 Emil Hirsch, <laughs> where he was like, uh, he went to Emory University. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. I was thinking of that movie with uh, Harrison Ford and the dog, and they was all in, in the woods. That might not be the right title. Let me see. Let me Google Emil Hirsch. No, I'm Into the Wild. About- I, I, I said it right. Yeah, Into the Wild. And he, uh, he went to my high school. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Emil Hirsch? Yeah. Oh, um, that's tight. Spotted Emil Hirsch. Spotted Emil Hirsch in math class. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he into the wild. It was a movie about that kid who like was like, I want to go off the grid mm-hmm. completely after I graduate. He he like had like a a job already waiting for him after he graduated from Emory University and right. like, all this type of stuff. And he was like, I want to go off the grid. I want to go live in the woods. And I, I, he found like a van that he lived in for like three years. And then he ended up eating some poison berries and dying. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, I've never seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check that out. But yeah, so Nate reminds you of him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Nate would do that. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. That's, oh, a, that's see, a true story. If too, I'm gonna be 100, I can't remember why I don't like him, but I think I'm gonna remember as we keep watching. But I just remember him being my least favorite. But um, we'll see. We'll see as we go. But that's a, that's the whole beauty of this podcast because I'm rewatching. Yeah. So I'm rewatching and I'm taking new things in. Like I'm really seeing, you know, Rufus and how lonely he is, but how good his food must be. <laughs> yeah. I did not notice that last time. Food good as hell. Okay. Cool. Is that it? Did we talk it all? Did we miss anything? Uh, I think we got it all. I think we got it all in. That is it for season one, episode three. Lies wide shut. I like that name. Oh, that's tight. That would that maybe want to give him another XOXO gossip uh, yeah. rating. <laughs> yeah, you get four stars because that title or four four XOXOs. Yeah, because uh, that title is hard. Lies wide shut. That's great. Man, it's connotations, connotations. This shit's Lies getting good, man. Shut. Uh, every episode pre- I get it. I'm getting more hyped and hyped to watch it. It's crazy. Uh, that premiered on uh, October 3rd, 2007. What was you doing on October 3rd, 2007? 2007. I, I was in college. I think I was at this concert. It was this band called Grits and Jelly Butter. Yeah. <laughs> and they was like this soul band in Atlanta. And they were so popular. And I remember I was trying to go on a date with this girl. And I think, I, you know, she was like, we're going to Grits and Jelly Butter. But I realized... She just wanted to be friends. <laughs> and I was there by myself watching the band. <laughs> I remember that date very well. It's a very Dan Humphrey move. October 3rd, 2007, I was at Wilberforce University in Ohio hanging out. Oh, nice. That was my freshman year. My freshman year of college. I just graduated high school. I had just broken my fingers right before basketball season started, so I couldn't play. Oh, damn. And that was a real bummer to me, and I ended up leaving that school. How'd you break your fingers? Playing football. When I shouldn't have been. Like, not for a team, but just uh, like just playing regularly. Playing, we, there was a flag football tournament, and I was on the line. I went up and jammed them and broke them. Oh, damn. Broke these two fingers right here. That's rough. As lies wide shut, thank y'all for listening again. Make sure you rate and review the podcast. Uh, hit us up in the comments. 
with your thoughts on episode three. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know where the comments are, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, however you can reach out. Uh, I'm sure we'll have an Instagram page for this specific podcast. Uh, hit us up on there. Uh, we're not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Lamar, you're going to have to do all the Twitter promotion because I'm not on Twitter. Oh, man. I don't know how to register for that. <laughs> you're not on there either? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not on that. All right. But I'll tell you what. We, you'll find us yeah because we'll be around and when you see me in the street just leave a comment when ne- no don't do that <laughs> yeah don't leave a comment when you see me in the street holler what's up doc i got a bugs bunny chain and a matching watch that's uh <laughs> that's a uh, little little romeo for you <laughs> oh, all right man. y'all that's man, it man. thank so, y'all so much so, for listening gossip gossip kings, kings. that was a headgum podcast